Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the In Everything podcast, where we talk about Jesus in everything. We're your hosts, Alice. I'm not Alice. Lexi, (laughs) Alice, and Rahima. And um, yeah. Yeah, and today we're so excited to have our wonderful friend, Julianne Breen, on the podcast today. Hi. yeah, Julianne, can you say something to so people know your voice? <laughs> Hello, guys. It's Julianne. It's so nice to be here with you. I'm so excited to talk with you. I'm really excited. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We're very thankful that you come on. All the guests who come, I'm like, wow, you actually want to talk to us. That's so nice. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to be talking um, today about the topic of singleness. Um, and it's a really interesting topic to see how it fits into you know, a Christian's life and how, um, what God's view is on a season of singleness in every person. Yeah. Yeah. And to start us off, uh, Julianne, we just want to ask you to share a little bit about your testimony or your walk with singleness. Yeah. So I am from a small town and I have friends who I went to school with and church with and camp with. So I have a lot of like friends that a lot of friends but they (laughs) sorry these friends were like all the same people though so Um. yeah I and I thought it might be interesting to talk through my testimony in regards to like my past of like dealing with singleness and dating and all of that so I'll just briefly go over that in elementary school so all the way back there grade eight grad there was a boy in my class who we had been like shipped since we were born like we were born within a month of each other and so we were always we grew up going to church together school together all this stuff small town things yeah exactly (laughs) and and then at grade eight grad we like I I had I've always dreamed of like I was dreaming about like us dancing together and sitting on the bus for grade eight grad trip together oh, like all this stuff goodness. anyways long story short um that was very innocent and it lasted up until grade eight grad we graduated grade eight and nothing happened since then he has since married one of my best friends and that's a great story there and I love that they are married and it's it warms my heart um in high school I grew really a lot in my faith. I was doing camp and leadership training there that really brought me closer to God and Christian community and learning how to do ministry and serving God. Um, Through camp, I was an LIT, which is leader in training. And I started being interested in a first year staff, a boy on first year staff. Long story short. Mm. Yep. I'm going to do that every time. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) (laughs) long story short he ended up he and I ended up dating for a year after that and there was a lot of great moments a lot of highlights some lowlights but in general it was such an innocent and growth-filled relationship that I'm so very grateful for and after all these years we're still really close friends too and he's also um, engaged now be, and him and his fiance are planning a wedding in September, and I'm very happy for them. Um, in university, we I came into university thinking, I think many people have this thought, right? So I came in thinking, oh, yeah, this is where I'm going to meet somebody because um, my parents met in university, and I know so many people who met in university. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and one of my big things, because I was really dedicated to God and wanting somebody who was who was who would be equally yoked with me in that, um, I wanted to find somebody potentially at a church or at the Christian club. And I had been going to PTC weekly and doing all this stuff um, about two to three months in. I remember I was alone in my dorm room. And at this point, my roommate had dropped out of school. <laughs> this was like after Thanksgiving. <laughs> and I remember freaking out because I wasn't meeting anyone. I had met people, but there was no one who I was like, yes, I want to date you. I want to have a relationship. And I remember thinking, um, like the next person I dated, I wanted to be somebody who I could marry. Like I was really serious about that because I, I didn't want to have to deal with all of the breakups again. Like it's not, no one likes that. That's not fun. Um, reflecting back on that, I, I'm just so gr- grateful for God that he doesn't let us know the future too quickly in advance. I was thinking about this um, because of the c- coronavirus with COVID and everything happening now. If we had known the future would be this way, like at the beginning of the pandemic, that we would still be in like lockdown more than a year in, I think we would have gone crazy back then. <clears throat> um, in the same way, if I had known in first year university that now five and a half years later, so after graduating undergrad, now graduating teacher's college, <clears throat> excuse me, um, I would still be single with no end in sight, to be honest. Um, I think I would have like just, I don't know, been distraught I would have broken down. I would have been not known what to do with myself because that was my whole thing. Like I had always dreamed of having a relationship, being married, all of those things. Um, but great. I'm so grateful for God for not showing me the future because I had a very fruitful, content, growth filled five and a half years in university. Um, in nearing the end, I'm like, like the whole time I always wanting a relationship and I remember praying so hard near the end that like that I would pursue somebody and that they would want me and like all of these things Um, for a long time. This is like the season before the pandemic, but for a long time I was hoping and praying and God was like, you just need to have a conversation with this person. And I kept not wanting to have that conversation because it would, because if you don't have a conversation you that hope isn't gone. There's always a sliver of hope. Um, But I was being stubborn. God kept pushing me. Eventually that conversation happened. And ever since then, I have been filled with such peace and contentment and closure over that whole relationship um, and what could have been a kind of thing. And God has really brought me through that. And um, yeah, I, throughout the years have struggled to believe that, you know, God is a good father who gives good gifts because if I've prayed for a relationship for so many years, why has he not given it to me? Um, But I think I realized that he, like those good gifts are in so many ways and it's not limited to a relationship. So um, that's kind of where I am right now in my singleness. uh, I think, Sorry, just a comment on the last thing that you said in that we pray, I don't know, we've all been been there, um, especially I feel like as 
as women, there's this like just extra desire to have a relationship mm-hmm. and we we pray and pray and then God says, okay, but you have a relationship with me yes. Yes. and that's the most important thing. And I think a lot of the time we forget that it is a relationship. It's not just, okay, here's Jesus. Okay. It's that idea, like it's pursuing each other um, in the sense where like Jesus is already pursuing us. So we have to pursue him. And so it's kind of cool to to think of it as like, oh, Jesus isn't distracting me with another earthly relationship because he already Mm -hmm. is like wanting me to focus on this, Mm -hmm. this most important relationship that I'll ever have and that'll never be broken. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And I think it's also so um, great when we come to that realization, you know, that like in the, in the beginning when Jesus, when, yeah, Jesus, God (laughs) created us, um, that, we were meant to be in relationship with yeah. him first and foremost. Um, and he did create man and woman, you know, like to be in that earthly relationship as well. But that earthly relationship was never intended to, you know, fulfill that desire for God. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times we can so easily try and feel that desire for God with, um, you know, earthly relationships, whether it be romantic friendships yeah. Uh, family, all these things, Mm -hmm. you know, or even like self-love or things like that. We try and feel that relate, um, that desire, you know, Mm -hmm. for a love because we're like um, human beings, people created for love, but ultimately love with God. Um, So I think that it's so great, Julianne, that you talk so much about how much um, all these experiences with um, in your season of singleness and with grappling with relationships has grown you closer to mm-hmm. God and closer to that understanding. For sure. For sure. Yeah. That. Yeah. What a, no, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say what I love about your story is that like five and a half years after first year, now you've really reached that true contentment mm-hmm. and satisfaction in God. Even though I think for a lot of people, it's backwards where like, they're in first year and they're not in a relationship yet, but they might think, Oh, it's fine. I'm only in first year. But like, by the time I'm out of teacher's college, like, you know, I'll have a relationship by then. But for you, you were in that distraught place kind of in first year. And it's in that growth in your faith that you've come to be satisfied in God. Mm -hmm, Completely. Yeah. Um, this is just a general question. Anybody could answer this, but you're, you're talking about how it's God is so gracious in that he, doesn't reveal the future to us and that he is patient enough with us. So um, let's just talk about what are some reasons? Why does God call some to singleness? Maybe forever. Maybe it's not a season. Maybe like, and why does God honor singleness and why is it a desirable thing? Let's talk about some of the, because a lot of the time we, we think of like, Oh, the cons (laughs) of singleness, but for the Christian, like singleness is an amazing oh, thing. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, Julianne, what have you learned about that? Um, I've learned that with singleness, I can have so much more time for ministry and serving God. Um, and this is something I, I was also struggling with in the season when I was like taking up so much time and effort and energy praying for um, a relationship to happen. I get so distracted when 
I realized that I truly believe that like that's a because we're we're pursuing something good and holy, but at the same time, the devil can use that to distract us from doing good and honest serving of God. Mm. So I remember having a realization um, within the past year of just like, wow, I why am I wasting this time thinking about this when God has given me so much good. good to work on. Like I I'm working at a ministry at camp and I have this huge responsibility as like a program executive director. And I am just still wanting more, but like God has blessed me with so much. And I just need to trust in his timing and know that, yeah, I'm content now. And even if I never have a relationship, I will be okay because look how God is using me. Like um, there's that, And honestly, with being single for a long period of time, if even for life, there's so much more opportunity I see of relying more on God for every need. Um, Yeah, I don't know what you guys think about that Mm -hmm. idea, but. Yeah, I was thinking of that second point you made for Mm -hmm. sure. Like the less you have in this earthly life, um, kind of the easier it is, or the more you can just fully rely on God. I know the three of us have been talking about that a lot recently, that idea that if everything in your life was taken away and all you had was your relationship with God, would you still be fully content? Or are you finding joy in him, but also in the nice friendships and things that he has given you in this earthly life? Yeah, something that has been really interesting that God has showed shown me I think a couple months ago now but um I remember I was sitting on the bus like also I have this desire you know like in the future to have a family to have a relationship but um I remember sitting on the bus a while ago and I was always like I want to put God first I want him to be my first love um and I remember (laughs) we were had we had just had this conversation the night before about like if everything was stripped away would I still be okay would I still realize that God is the biggest blessing um and it was so cool because like I was praying and I um I really felt God asked me like oh would you be okay and I was like yeah yeah of course I'd be okay (laughs) but like deep down inside I was like once I got that family once I got that thing then I would then I'd be able to fully understand that. And and I realized that I was thinking that I was like, oh, that's so wrong. Because like, am I idolizing the good gift that God is, or good desire, good gift that God potentially might give me? Or am I realizing the one who that gift is coming from? And then like, you know, loving him first. And it really, it really spoke to me because you know, like, are we wanting God for yeah. his stuff or his desires? Or are we wanting God, you know, as Tim Keller says in his series, The Prodigal God, are we just wanting mm. the Father? Um, so, yeah, that was really a big thing yeah. for me this um, past few yeah. months. Yeah, I, I was talking with a friend who's also single and is the same age. Like, we've had we've had a lot of conversations about this. And she had this thought that she learned somewhere and shared it with me, but it's this thing, this um, notion of even if. So, like, God is enough, even if I'm rejected. God is enough, even if I'm single for the rest of my life. God is enough, even if, um, you know, like Job, everything is take, stripped away from me. 
Job still yeah. praised God and blessed God for being um, a good God. So do we have that faith that it is God we're pursuing? Just like you said, like the father, because he is enough, even if anything happens. Yeah, yeah. I, that, that's, a, that's a statement that is kept in my head that helps me, helps me with that. Yeah, exactly. And I think it also plays into the um, the fact that, you know, like our identity as human beings, as children of God does not come from these yeah. relationships or from anything of this world. You know, it comes solely from Jesus, from God, because he created us, you know, per fearfully we're fearfully and wonderfully made in his image. Um, and we can only be like I was saying earlier, we can only be complete through that relationship mm-hmm. with him. Um, and that's like a lot of times our, the world tells us, you know, like if you're not in a relationship, oh, like that season of singleness is just you preparing or getting ready like to be in a relationship, which is so like not true because that that is saying that like that relationship will complete yeah. you, that other person will complete you and make you whole, which is like literally what only yeah. God can do, yeah. you know? And it's like taking that good thing that God, intended like a a relationship between a man and a woman like taking that and you know destroying it distorting it and saying that another human can fulfill that which is so Mm -hmm. untrue Um, in um a lot of reading and podcast listening to and bible study i've been doing um i have just come to know more fully that yeah this idolization of marriage is so true but like it's real i mean but not good because in the idea in in heaven like we are not going to be married and i think mm-hmm. that in, in itself shows you that the be all and end all here on earth is not marriage and like mm-hmm. we can desire that and it's fine to desire it is a good and holy gift that god gives us here on earth that is like a hint of heaven um but it doesn't need we don't need to experience that in order to experience heaven and in the end, we won't have that in heaven. So it's not going to be the goal that we should all be striving for is what I'm, I guess, realizing more and more. Yeah. yeah. It's so good that you said um, marriage is not the, the be all end all because I have word for word had some non-Christian friends tell me that, you know, for them, for non-Christians, mm-hmm. uh, marriage is the be all end all. But for Christians, it shouldn't be. Though I think that within the church, we've kind of adopted this narrative from the world, especially because God, you know, marriage is God's and he did make that and he Mm -hmm. made it beautiful. So it's easy to look at the Bible and say, oh, but, you know, God does want us all to get married. Like, look, marriage is such a beautiful thing. But like you said, we won't be married in heaven. And that so much points to the fact that it's just earthly. It's just Mm. temporary. And we're not supposed to live for earthly and temporary things. So it's kind of sad that even in the church and as Christians, we often treat it that way. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something similar to what you were saying, Julia, that, you know, we are single in heaven. And if I can Mm -hmm. share a little bit of my testimony, (laughs) if that's okay, I know this is, (laughs) you're you're the guest here, but um, (laughs) no, I, I am not single, but I, throughout this year specifically with COVID and everything. Um, and God has really used this time where I'm not able to see um, my boyfriend. I'm not able to like physically see him. And it's 
so I'm calling this kind of like my season of singleness where I'm not yeah hey Ryan if you're listening I I'm not single I'm still, like, <laughs> we're fine um but just just that this year has been the most spiritual growth that I have ever had and God took away a good thing like took away a good relationship um for a little bit and helped me focus more Mm -hmm. on him and um I've really been as I'm like reflecting on it realizing that even though I never said these words out loud I was putting a lot of my love into this like earthly relationship I was putting a lot of my worth in what he thought of me or what we did together or our plans for the future um where god kind of pulled me back refocused me and made me realize that that is not that's not the goal that's not um what it's about being in a relationship is about growing closer to god together like you just have a partner with you but you can yeah. still have that single. You can have that through friendships. You mm-hmm. can have that through, you know, brothers and sisters in the church. So it's really like you just live together eventually <laughs> like, in the same house. Like maybe you, you know, that idea where it, this goal of partnering along with somebody or with people doesn't mm-hmm. need to be fulfilled through a romantic mm-hmm. relationship. God gives that as a gift. But we we think that that's why he gives it for the like mm-hmm. romance or for the, um, you know, then you'll be accepted. Then you'll find your worth as a wife mm-hmm. or mother eventually. Or, yeah. And we start distorting what God said. No, I, I gave you this person as, mm-hmm. a, as a partner to grow closer to me right. still. Like right. we're just doing it together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think in this season of singleness that I've had, it's also been really cool to I mean I'm definitely not I don't want to say I wish I were single or like but sometimes you know we see both sides right and it's not we see how God uses both ways so uniquely that because I am in a relationship there's a lot of things that aren't uh like reality or like in the future won't be a reality I won't be able to like get up and go as easily as somebody uh, like if God were calling me to missions Mm -hmm. and I have a family I'm not able to go as easily and uproot that whole family where you know I do see that as a definitely Mm -hmm. a a pro in being single is that you're able to be much more um, less tied down Mm -hmm. to a certain place or to a certain calling that you know um, so yeah, there's definitely like, I think wherever you are, it's good to see the positives and the others, but also yeah, not to envy right. or wish that you and were in the other one. I, I agree with everything you said and I totally get it. Um, though I also know that like, yes, like we, it's awesome that people are single. It's so good, but the struggle can be real, just like it's real in relationships. Like this is something I also try to keep myself in check over is like when I'm in those times when I really do want a relationship, I have to remember that it's not going to be all sunshine and rainbows, just like singleness is also not all sunshine and rainbows. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, 
so yes, I think singleness is such a beautiful gift and I do, I'm happy and I'm content with being single right now and potentially for my life and that's okay. Um, but at the same time, I'm also realistic in the sense that it can be really hard. Like some things that are, that are really hard mm-hmm. in singleness are, you know, having, especially if you still have that desire to be with somebody or to have that type of relationship and you don't see it realized that can be really hard um, because it's not wrong to want something that's a beautiful gift from God. Um, It can become wrong when you want it more than the giver, like we've already mentioned. Um, (laughs) So there's that. Uh, And then the other thing I would mention is that this is also a struggle in relationships. I realize that, but purity and, um, you know, just temptations with sexual impurity is a real thing for single people, just as it is for um, uh, people in relationships. It can look look very different, but it's still sin, right? Um, and so that's mm-hmm. something that I've also had to struggle through. And that can be really hard when you don't see an end in sight, if that makes sense. And so, yeah. I don't know if anyone has any thoughts about that. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of wondering if you could dive in a bit to what you do when you face these struggles or how you deal with them kind of in the moment. Uh, To be honest, like it's more helpful the mindset I'm in before I'm in the the, um, moment, right? Like Mm. the seasons that I am pursuing God, the seasons that I am busier and have like purpose and um, I'm being intentional in serving and school and I have a very like uh, abundant season are, are much easier to deal with temptations with because they don't come up as, as much. Um, I realize more and more that it's just like a constant battle I'm going to have to be bringing to God, praying through and asking him to fight for me um, while I also do all I can to, you know, limit myself on what I consume in media and other things that will bring up temptations. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know if that answers your question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, I was just going to talk about the media thing that you were saying, because I think it can be so easy when you have that desire like it can be so mm-hmm. easy to be tempted, you know, and to um, just be like, oh, I wish I had that. Because, you know, <laughs> you see on social media and no, it's no yeah. fault of any other person because they're happy in their relationship. But when you see that and how like, oh, look how cute, look how nice yeah. it would be if I was in a relationship like that. That is not (laughs) good for um, you, you know, because it's like, okay, well, am I wanting something that God does not have for me right now or maybe ever? I don't know that. But am I am I still like that can be making it an Mm -hmm. idol, allowing Mm -hmm. yourself to, um, you know, like go off into this tangent of wanting and watching all these videos or seeing all these photos and just what and like that might mean. Like, you know, mm-hmm. cutting down on your screen time that in that, in that season, that mm-hmm. might mean unfollowing people. That might mean these kinds of things, which is like, those people aren't bad. Those people aren't wrong in posting it. But for right. me, it's not helping me. 
you know, Mm -hmm. and I need to know, I need to be aware of where I'm at in my faith, in my, um, you know, this whole situation of wanting Mm -hmm. a relationship first. And I think it's really um, important, like what you said, Julianne, earlier, that your mindset was set before this. And that's why it's so important to know what, like, understand and know why Mm -hmm. you are, you know, like, it could be easy for any, like, single person to just go and get a relationship, you know, but you said that it was so important for you that you wanted Mm -hmm. an equally yoked relationship. And like, that's what the Bible tells us, you know, someone who's equal in their faith. And, um, and it's just so, it's so interesting and, and important, like what you said, that you need to make sure that you Mm -hmm. have that mindset first, so that that is what you can hold on to when you're struggling in this. And like, I know that Jesus comes first. I know that this is why I'm not just going (laughs) out and Mm -hmm. doing whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely, there's something about rom-coms. There's something (laughs) about rom-coms that just bring me and a lot of other people into just this space of like, yeah, "Ah," you know, like, (laughs) You just get so I don't know, if I know this is I explaining it, 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 but like there's something about rom coms that yeah. just messes with your head. It messes yeah. with your expectation. Yeah. It it like puts all these yeah. fantasies and like desires in and I've noticed that recently and I'm like, oh man, I need to watch mm-hmm. a lot less rom coms <laughs> because something happens during and afterwards where I'm like, Oh my goodness, mm-hmm. what is this? Um but I think just realizing whether for any listeners, whether you're single or in a relationship or um, wherever you are, I guess those are the only two choices. But, uh, <laughs> but realizing that another human being, yeah, another broken, sinful person is yeah. not your savior, that Jesus is your savior. Marriage, being married isn't going to save you from this loneliness or this mm-hmm. wanting of worth filled up in you if you exclude mm-hmm. Jesus from the marriage, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just realizing that even for people in a relationship, being with another person or being single again isn't going to save you. Um, and a lot of, we put our hope in these earthly things like we talked about, but realizing that no relationship other than Mm. one with the heavenly father is going to restore to fill to redeem and to save you from all these all these temptations these struggles these these things um so just reminding ourselves anybody who's listening reminding yourself that no earthly relationship Mm -hmm. is going to do that for you exactly and if you're not fulfilled in god first and you do enter into a relationship, it's likely that that relationship will be pretty broken because you'll be mm. relying on that person to fill a hole yes. in your heart that only God can fill. Yeah. And they'll just never yeah. meet that standard, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just wanted to add, like, I, it's very um, interesting that in the Bible, you know, like, God uses the analogy of marriage as um, mm. the church is the bride and Christ is the groom, you know, and that's a beautiful thing because God created marriage to be holy and beautiful like that. And, 
And the fact that, you know, a lot of times we're like, oh, well, look at that. Mm-hmm. Like, God even says that, like, it should be, like, all oh, the bride and the crew. Oh, look how cute. One day they'll be fulfilled, like, when Jesus comes back. But it's, like, it's so, it's <laughs> so, so <cute>. <laughs> <laughs> That's, like, a rom-com. <laughs> um, but I think it's, like, it's so interesting that the sole thing of that is Jesus mm, yes. and the church, you know? Like, Jesus and who is the church? The church. Yeah. I am like the church. You know, we are the church. Um, and like me individually as a person, if I understand that that means that my relationship with Jesus should be like the the bride and the groom exam is just an example. You know, like it's a it's an earthly thing that God created, but He uses that to explain yeah. Jesus and the church. And so I'm the church. That means my relationship with jesus should be you know like on that personal level he's like not that. like a yeah. casual acquaintance yeah <laughs> he's yeah. like the bridegroom you know and it's like i i i should be putting that first you know i should be um you know like putting my hole in that as if i would with my mm-hmm. own earthly like spouse or whatever and i think it's so important to um remember that and even like the things that people can long for in marriage or like in relationships of like having that other person that like makes you happy Mm. or that pleasure that you find like in in marriage and in relationships when you realize that god created all those things and god completely fulfills all those things yes you might find that pleasure with that other person but god only completely like Lexi was um, talking about love languages a while ago and how like her love language is quality time. And so she loves doing that with other people, but she's been saying that she's learning that God also wants to spend quality time with her, you know? And so like, why do we neglect showing Mm. our love to God and we just want it from the other people, you know, and he, he created the way that we experience love. He created all these things, but we neglected a lot of the time. So I really love this conversation of how we talked about you need to have that mm-hmm. mindset. You need to understand these things. Yeah. And obviously yeah. it's a continuous journey, you mm-hmm. know, like we're all still understanding whether you're yeah. single or in a relationship, you're all, we're all still understanding. So yeah, I just, just yeah, I, that. <laughs> I'll just say this one thing. Um, the idea of commitment, I just learned this one person put it really well um, that commitment is you remembering your choices and choosing them again and again and again. And that can be in a marriage Mm. or a relationship, or it could be just with Jesus. Like we remember our choice and we choose him again and again and again. So Mm. exactly. Whether in whatever married Mm. or I love that. That's it. Yeah. I love that. So let's, let's choose Jesus again and again and again. Amen. Amen. Uh, We'll just wrap it up. I want to say thank you so much, Julianne, for coming on and sharing all of this. I really do believe that um, even if it was just for this podcast, you know, God will use that and, you know, yeah. No, it'll it's worth it to like share the story. Yes. In that, you know. I say it kind of jokingly, yeah. but I'm also <laughs> serious. serious. Um, but I really I really do think that your story is one that is very powerful mm-hmm. and um I think I've learned a lot from this talk as well as just 
hoping that people learn to if you are single don't feel sorry for yourself if you if you are not single yes. don't feel sorry Thank for you. people yes. who are single yes exactly. that's good um because how much more is god gonna use them in that because of that circumstance so i think just realizing that they are both beautiful gifts yes. jesus was single yeah. jesus was fully human and new and so we know that a relationship with romantically does not mean that yeah. that's what it means to be human yeah um mm -hmm. so Deep. yeah just thank you so much julianne um and praise god for yeah. how he's been yeah. using you and transforming you and um just to close off would you mind um you. closing us off in a word of all prayer? right let's pray um heavenly father lord you are our bridegroom you are our father you are the one who um, fulfills us fully and sustains us. And God, even though we have desires in our hearts, we know that they are good from you. And we just pray that through it all, if you, if it is your will to give us a relationship, praise you. But if it is your will to keep us single, praise you even more. Um, we, we are people who are in need of you and you alone above any other gift that you could give us, Lord. Um, we thank you so much for this time, and I just pray that this would reach the hearts and minds of people, and they would come to realize these truths of who you are and who you are to us. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. And may we everything you we do. I don't know if that works. But that was fun. <laughs> Thank you guys. Yes, thank you so much, Julian, and thank you all for listening. 